This is the Puppy Training Podcast, episode number 65, Apartment Living and Potty Training the Puppy. This podcast is designed to help you on your journey of becoming best friends through love and learning as you train your own dog from home. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. This is the Puppy Training Podcast, and I'm your host, Amy Jensen. How are you this week, my friends? How are your puppies? Lots of training going on. I see really good things on Instagram, Facebook, and through our program. And I enjoy meeting so many of you in our online training school. So meeting you one-on-one for our sessions and group Q&As has been great so far. In those calls, I often get asked about training a puppy in an apartment. Is it different? If so, how? Today, I want to talk all about apartment living with a new dog, how to potty train, crate train, And in doing so, we keep your neighbors happy, right? And that's important. But first, please share the word about the work we do. If you know someone getting a puppy, let them know about this free podcast. Send them to our site, baxterandbella.com, where they can check out our members-only access to lessons, videos, classes, courses, live events, trainer emails, and more. It is never too early to start either. I know some of you are waiting to get your dog and you're wondering when to jump into our program. We want you in our program before your puppy arrives. We want to help you prep and we want to help get your house ready for what's coming. And we want you to feel confident in that first day home. So we know puppies, it's what we do and we want to help. We know your friends learn about us from you. So thanks for spreading the word. All right, for today's topic, training your puppy in an apartment and how it differs from a home. First, let's talk about the potty training part. So apartment living often means you have no private yard. And because your new puppy will not be fully vaccinated for several more weeks, you'll want to be really careful. We recommend setting up an indoor potty area to keep them safe. Uh, Then we'll transition your puppy to outside once they have their full set of vaccinations. So what should that indoor potty area look like? I recommend creating a small space. If it's enclosed, it's more obvious for your puppy that that's the potty area. So I often will use an exercise pen so that it helps my puppy understand very clearly the boundaries of where they can and cannot go potty. A small bathroom will also work well. Basically, you'll line the pen with pee pads or place several pee pads on the small bathroom floor, and then you'll replace those as needed, and the pen will only be used for going potty. So you might need a different pen, and even making it a different looking pen is helpful uh, if that's going to be like their play area. So cueing your puppy to go potty will also help you save time in the long run as you transition them to outside. So they'll start to recognize that the cue go potty means to relieve themselves, which allows you to let them know what you're wanting when the surface becomes different once we head outside. So basically marking yes and rewarding your puppy for every success that they have in their new indoor potty area and really establish that cue of go potty will help as you transition to outside later on. So this setup also is great because it allows you to do bell training. I usually will wait two to three weeks to begin this training. So if my eight-week-old puppy comes home, I'm usually waiting about week 10 to 11 to start the bells. But you can place the bells on the door to the exercise pen, which is their potty area, or the small bathroom, and then teach your puppy to ring the bells to signal that they need to get into their potty area. So what we're essentially doing is creating this indoor area for your puppy to go to the bathroom in, and they don't see the rest of the apartment as a place where they can go. They go to this little room, right? They can even ring the bells. We open the door. We let them in. They do their business. They come back out to play. 
These skills will then easily transfer to outside and we just simply move the bells to the exit door when the time is right. And then cueing your puppy to go potty on whatever surface you like them to go on will be easier because you've already put go potty on cue inside. Now we just are going to generalize it to outside. So remember that puppies do not generalize well, so be patient as you help them get successes because as you head outside, things are, look a little differently, right? Now we're asking them to go on cement or grass, rocks or mulch. You can start by helping them uh, bring the pee pads outside to their new potty area and then you can work to make the pee pads smaller and smaller until it's no longer needed. I find puppies pick up going potty outside pretty quickly and that's not needed for too long, that help with the pee pads. So some apartments have a private balcony. Now this is another option. If this describes you, you can always set up a potty area on your balcony and treat it the same as you would an outdoor potty area. So I would still use a pen to enclose a part of the patio where you'd like them to go. And you can use pee pads, you can use a litter box, you can use a patch of artificial turf, uh, whatever you want that surface to be like. Um, but essentially you're setting it up the same way with an exercise pen and something inside of it for that to be your puppy's outdoor potty yard on your balcony. So there is a bonus, you guys, to training your puppy in an apartment. The oftentimes smaller area leads to faster house training completion. You get done faster. There's just not as much space that you have to teach your puppy to keep clean. So there you go. There's a bonus for you, all of you apartment dwellers. Now, what about crate training? When you first bring your puppy home, they will be in a transition state. So remember that. Remember that they're somewhat stressed and they're anxious about their new home and you and the living space that they're in. So be patient with them as they adjust. Help them feel comfortable. Now, recognize they're going to want to be right next to you for those first few days. Keep them close. I like to put the crate right at my feet. So if I'm going to make a meal in the kitchen, I bring the crate in the kitchen and put it at my feet. If I am working in my office, I'll bring that crate right next to my feet and let them relax in their crate by, you know, right next to me under my desk. If I'm sitting on the sofa relaxing, I'll bring that crate in and let them chill out in their crate right next to me. So that will help you know, as you introduce your puppy to a crate, it gets them used to having a barrier between the two of you without having them feel too much panic by being distanced from you. In addition, spend time every day introducing them to the crate and helping them like it. So from the beginning, you can start by luring them in with a food reward and letting them come right back out again. I would do this several times throughout the day. You can feed them all of their meals in the crate, which helps make it a very positive place. If they have a favorite chew toy, reserve that for crate time. Place the crate with the door open inside an exercise pen so they can go in and out as they please throughout the day. And when they are sleepy, try to move them to their crate to take a nap. Now they don't always need to sleep in their crate. Absolutely, they can fall asleep in their playpen. They can fall asleep on the floor by your feet and relax. But there are times of the day when that is helpful to put them in the crate when they're sleepy because that'll be a positive experience for them in the crate. And we want them to have as many positive experiences in the crate on a daily basis as possible. Now at night, I'd like to put the crate right next to me. This isn't forever. This is just for a few nights to help them sleep. And in an apartment, it's really important as our neighbors are going to be thanking you for helping your puppy feel safe and secure because puppy barking and whining is probably not something that they will appreciate. So at night, just keep that crate right next to you. I even go to the point of having my back up against the crate door or my arm up against the crate door so that puppy knows I am right there. Now, once your puppy is comfortable in your home, you can start to teach them to be alone. So this usually takes, you know, three to four, five, seven days for the puppy to really warm up to their new environment. You'll notice when they start to eat their meals regularly, when they are more food motivated or toy motivated, because at first they're in that heightened 
state of you know stress and anxiety so some of those things they're not really interested in they're just a little bit stressed so you'll notice when they start to become more comfortable and that's at the point at which you can start to distance yourself and teach them that hey sometimes I'm gonna need you to be alone and that's okay so now it is a bit tricky in apartments to help your puppy be quiet as you start to distance yourself uh, this process might take a little longer simply because we can't let our puppy work it out on their own as much as maybe we would in a single family dwelling. So that little bit of tough love that we like to let them work through if they're just frustrated and they want to be right next to us, you know, they can't always be right next to us and it's okay if they throw that little fit. So now some of you, maybe you feel okay during the day letting them do that a little bit, but obviously we don't want to stress the neighbors and I know that causes stress on your part as well. So instead, we can start with really small successes. Coming and going during the day, in and out of the room, you know, walking in so they can see you and then leaving so they don't see you, but they know you're coming back. So starting out with just you know, 30 seconds here and a minute here, a couple minutes there, they learn to realize you'll always come back and it goes a long way in helping them trust that you will be back to let them out. So even small short sessions of say just one minute might be needed at the beginning. And then one minute will turn to two and two turns to four, four becomes eight and so on until your puppy's fine being left alone, meaning they will relax when you are in sight for up to hours at a time. Now that's not going to happen probably from day one. And so where you're in an apartment and we are sensitive to neighbors, then you know we want to go slowly for our puppy. And this is really just a healthy method for any puppy as well. If your puppy's really having a hard time, Finding a neighbor or a friend who can be with your puppy when you need to leave can help bridge that gap of you leaving and them being alone comfortably. So many of us are not leaving home as much as we used to either right now. Many are working or going to school without leaving the house. And this goes for anybody with a dog. It is helpful for our puppies to be left alone each day, even for a little bit, so they do not become dependent on us being around. Starting with short sessions and you build up to longer periods of time, can help your puppy that's in an apartment or really any puppy quietly achieve success. All right, you guys, I hope those tips help and get you off to a great start. Have a wonderful week and happy training. If you have a question about anything you heard on this podcast or any other puppy training question, visit my site baxterandbella.com to contact me.